Welcome back, everybody, to It Is What It Is podcast. I am your host, Cody Kelly. You can follow me at CVMK33 on Instagram, CVK. YouTube, uh, we're going to be covering some of the events that has occurred just over the last couple of days. Uh, I also have uh, my co-host with me, uh, Mar Knows. You can follow him in his podcast. Uh, we're just going to be covering down uh, some of the segments we're going to cover is the Raptors fumble. Uh, the L.A. Clippers are for real. Uh, looking at some of the local events and the weather and just the 4th of July celebrations. But we got a lot to get into, and I'm super excited to be here with you today. We're just going to unpack it all. Thank you for tuning in to It Is What It Is. I first off want to start by what happened to the Raptors. How do you win a championship, get a star player, take down one of the greatest dynasties ever assembled and you lose them overnight. And then you lose them, not to the Lakers, not to the cool franchise, not the Lamborghinis, not to the LA brand, but to the Steve Ballmer and the Clippers. You lose them to the one you least expected. They don't have another superstar over there. Well, now they do with Paul George. You lose them to something you did not calculate. A miscalculation. And you wouldn't trade for Paul George because Siakam, Siakam is a great talent. He showed us a lot of promise. He's going to develop into a phenomenal player. But not over Paul George, not right now. If Paul George was the missing link to having Kawhi re-signed, why don't you just trade Siakam? If you're one thing away from being completely happy, consider it. I mean, I just think it was a bad move. Congratulations, Paul George. Four years, $141 million. The Clippers are now a real threat in the West. A real contingency um, for an NBA championship. Do I believe they'll make it? I don't. I don't think they have enough pieces uh, to stave off uh, even OKC now. I'm not OKC now, but go to state now. I just think when you look at it, as great as Paul George and Kawhi Leonard will be, as great as that defensive team will be, as great as they are coached, I just don't think in a seven-game series they have enough magic to win. In the playoffs, you need magic. That's what we saw last year from Toronto, magical moments. Lucky bounces from the corner that shouldn't have went in. Uh, people getting sick in the playoffs. Things that are unexplainable. I don't think the Clippers have enough magic. But they have a billionaire owner who's willing to spend anything to get whoever he needs. They have a great front office in Jerry West. They have a Hall of Fame coach. And now they have the second best player in the NBA in Kawhi Leonard. So maybe you don't need magic. Maybe you just need a vision. Maybe you just need organizational development. Maybe you just need Jerry West. This the OKC Thunder man. How did they give up five round draft picks for Paul George? Really, five round draft picks and Gallinari. Gallinari. I mean, come on, man. I mean, good lord. And I like Alexander. He's he's a good point guard. But come on, man. I don't know, Russell Westbrook, I, I asked you for a trade. How do you, really, Sam Hinkie, really, 
I'm not saying Mickey Sam Plessy. You give we just signed this man a a match deal, and you give him a football alley. Alexander and five round draft. This ain't football, man. This ain't this ain't you get five draft picks. You got an eleven man team. Stop it. Good lord, get me out of here. Oh, what's, 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 I'm like, get me out of here. You gonna trade me for Siakam? Stop it. Stop it. I just got done listening to Marshall's uh, Randy. Follow him on Marno's podcast. OKC. I'm sorry. I have to first uh, preference my comments by apologizing to my good friend, um, the Reverend Denzel Goodlow. He loves OKC. I know he's crying right now somewhere, um, but it'll be okay. Uh, OKC, um, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I guess they just decided to hang it up. I guess they decided to sell the team, rebuild. It's not worth competing. It's not worth going to the playoffs. It's not worth being successful. They have a five-year plan, and year one is blow everything up because they have no pieces now. They have a bunch of first-round draft picks. Kudos to them. They basically traded Paul George for hope. And it'll probably work out in five years and we'll call Sam Preston a genius. But right now, it's just bleak. It's sad. It's a sad day. It didn't start off sad. The first tier fell when they traded James Harden. The second tier fell when they lost Kevin Durant. And now the third tier has fallen. There's only one more tier. And then the franchise is completely ruined. Russell Westbrook. What happens to Russ now? Is it over? Is Russ signed with the Bulls? I don't know. That's not. Bulls would probably love it. They'd make the playoffs. They wouldn't win. Signed with the Lakers. Ugh. Dynasty. If I'm Russell Westbrook right now, and I'm thinking long and hard, and I'm saying, hmm, I have... Five great years left. Two years after that being a smart, solid, good player. Two years after that existing. I basically, my career is halfway over. Where do I play? What's best for me? What's best for my brand? How do I get this ring? And I'm looking. It's not uh, New York City. It's not Brooklyn. It's not the Clippers. It's the Lakers. I'm calling Jeannie. I'm, first of all, I'm not calling Jeannie. I'm calling LeBron. I'm saying, hey, do your thing. I need a meeting. We're meeting tomorrow after church. I'm praise the Lord and then I'm going to get my contract. And then I'm telling Jeannie Buss, I want to be a Laker. I want to retire a Laker. If they got to go over the cap, go over the cap. This is the time to win. Sad day for OKC. Mm-hmm. I can't say I didn't see it coming. I just didn't think it would come this fast. Maybe there's a better tomorrow. Maybe they go back to Seattle. Maybe they become the Supersonics again. But right now, it's a sad day for OKC. How good is Jerry West? How come Jerry West always gets his man? What does Jerry West 
say to these players that somehow captivates them to the point that no other no other organization even has a chance. I know he's the logo, but he is something special. Jerry West got Shaq. Did they realize that? He got Shaq. And now he got Kawhi. It seems like Jerry West effortlessly just gets the talent he needs. You know, there are some uh, great uh, executives in the game. Uh, You have the Bob Myers of the world. But then there are some power players that literally, and I do mean literally, all they have to do is send a text message. They can just bat their eyes. They can just snap their fingers and players come. And that's what has happened. Shout out to the GOAT, Jerry West. Is the LeBron era over? I hope not. Look, I am a huge LeBron James fan. But last year we didn't get AD on time. This year we don't get Kawhi. Uh, We have to get somebody else. We have to land that one move. Because Jerry West literally told Kawhi to show me the money. I feel like it was a Jerry Maguire moment. I feel like Kawhi Leonard called him up and said, Jerry West, show me the money. And he just kept screaming, show me the money! He thought he was Tom Cruise. And apparently, he landed Kawhi Leonard. So that's what the Lakers have to do. You have to get somebody else. Russell Westbrook has demanded a trade. It's time. It's time to get him. If you have to trade uh, the number eight retired jersey to get Russell Westbrook, that's what you do. That's what you do. You get Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook is the missing piece to the dynasty. And it's time to make the dynasty happen. It's time. It's time to get Russell Westbrook. No more time for games. It's time to enter into finals mode right now in July. Or else you'll have Jerry screaming, show me the money, and all the free agents will go to him. All right, got your 10-day forecast. Uh, not 10-day. We're going to go with the five-day forecast for Chicago. We're looking at the 6th, 76 degrees. Sunny, 7th, 74 degrees. Sunny, 8th, 77. Um, 9th, 80 degrees. And on the 10th, it's supposed to be 85 degrees with a 40% chance of rain. So it looks like Chicago is finally getting some summer temperatures. Thank God, because that polar vortex is nothing to play with in February. Uh, but that leads me to uh, my 4th of July uh, day, great day, also time with the family, got to see everybody, uh, just an amazing time, I ate, uh, I went against all dietary restrictions, I loved it, uh, I started off the morning, I knew I was gonna eat bad, so, you know, what do you do, let's go to the gym, do a lot of heavy cardio, so normally I run, go to the treadmill, uh, you know, low impact, uh, but, you know, I wanted to challenge myself. I was like, I want to play ball. I haven't played basketball for real for around about three years. And I wanted to really compete. I wanted to see where I where I was, uh, if I still had it, uh, you know, <laughs> what what little bit I had left. Um, played, destroyed this guy. Played three games, two one-on-ones, 121. I mean, shot was there. I was looking like I was back at Loyola. I mean, I'm just going to the hole, doing what I have to do. 
third game, lost 21. It's because I didn't feel like, you know, winning. I literally, like, got to point. I was like, eh, whatever. You know, but I ended up, I ended up in second, so it's not that bad. Uh, next day, woke up, could not move, could not stand. I'm fine now. But it goes to show you, I've crossed that threshold where I don't bounce back as fast. I'm no longer 21. And I've been dealing with the subtle things. Like when I exercise heavily, I'm a little sore than normal. But it's okay. I'm moving. I'm up and well. Uh, had a great fourth. Uh, but I realized that um, age is more than a number. <laughs> age is for real. And as you age, your body will tell on you. All right, I'm closing with uh, some church announcements. Just going over a few things. So AIM has officially ended. Uh, it was announced next year it will be at Columbus, Ohio. Uh, congratulations to Christopher Parker on winning the uh, Kojic Achievement Award. Um, a lot of great things coming out of that camp. Happy for everybody. Happy for him. Uh, shout out to Big Brother Chris. Um, going over some things. You know, I tried to stay attentive to the news. Apparently, according to Roland Martin, $2.5 million was spent on the 4th of July parade uh, to display our ceremonious, um, basically, uh, 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 event uh, that happens annually. Uh, but this one was a bit more militaristic in tone, uh, according to uh, CNN um, correspondent Paul Mudd, uh, said it was too much or was too militaristic in tone. Um, soaring monument, uh, it was not... A, a high moment. It was supposed to be a soaring moment, uh, but it became more of a uh, Wikipedia uh, uh, historical review. Look, this this is uh, what I believe. The fourth, um, uh, obviously, is a time to celebrate family, and obviously, is a time to honor all of our troops, all of our veterans, everybody who has made sacrifices uh, for the freedoms and the liberties that we enjoy. Uh, but it is controversial. Uh, it has been, or it not it has been, but it is uh, with a grain of salt, especially if you are a person of color in this country, if you're specifically a black person. Uh, this holiday is kind of uh, bittersweet. Uh, but I, I do believe that, uh, like all holidays, um, if you can't necessarily celebrate it the way it was intended to celebrate it, uh, spend time with the ones that you love, uh, the people that you care most about, uh, try to make the world a better place, try to do better, and just try to relax. Use it as a day for you to recuperate, um, and I will see you next time on It Is What It Is.